0: Primal Potential is about you. Your ability to change is not defined by yesterday and doesn't need to wait until tomorrow. Your transformation is now. Let's get started. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Primal Potential podcast. I hope you're having an amazing day. If it's okay with you, I want to be really practical today. Sometimes we're We're theoretical, we're in the mindset stuff. And look, you know, I love that and feel it is like the most important thing. But Sometimes we just got to be like day-to-day, nuts and bolts. What does it look like? Choices, decisions, processes. And that's where I want to go with you today. Paying attention. I mean, (laughs) it sounds like... Obvious. We have to pay attention to what we want. We have to pay attention to what we're doing. We have to pay attention to if it's working. But it's kind of one of those things that's easier said than done. One of the mantras that I use in my own life all the time is you don't need to fight. You need to focus. You don't need to fight you need to focus. And the reason that I think that resonates with me so much is when I get overwhelmed, I can very quickly start this battle in my mind internally. You know, oh, there's so much to do. There's not enough time. I should start here, but I'm not really sure if I'm ready to do that. I don't know if I have enough time to do that. And it becomes this internal battle that really doesn't solve anything. In fact, it tends to make things worse. And when I remind myself, hey, you don't need to fight, you need to focus, it gets me back to paying attention, back to what is the next step I can make? What is my next good decision? What would it look like to get out of the big picture and just take action today? And honestly, I try to practice this In the smallest things, have you ever felt like your kitchen was a total disaster, or maybe your closet was a total disaster, and I don't know where to start, this is going to take forever, and in your mind, you're creating all of this drama, and you're sort of fighting with yourself, like, why did I let it get this way, and I don't have time to spend an hour cleaning the kitchen or an hour cleaning the closet, when I tell myself in those moments, because it happens to me, you don't need to fight this, you need to focus. All of a sudden, I'm back in solution mode. I'm back to action. I'm out of my feelings and I'm focused on the next step, the first thing. And it's just a really powerful redirect. Of course, I do it with work, I do it with big life stuff, I do it with big financial stuff, but look for those low hanging fruit opportunities to say to yourself, you don't need to fight you need to focus. I was thinking about this the other day because I'm pretty good now at staying on top of my house. I didn't used to be at all. This is a practice. But you know where I really need some improvement? I feel like I've told you guys this before, but still in the improving category. (sighs) My car. My car. I Little things like I go to Whole Foods to get groceries and I get myself one of the like low sugar kombuchas and I drink it on the way home. And then I leave the bottle in there. Then the next time I'm in the car and I need that cup holder, I'll just take the empty kombucha bottle and I'll put it on the floor of the passenger seat. And you know how it goes after a few weeks. It's like, my car is a mess. Like I wouldn't want somebody to be like, oh, I'll ride with you. Oh, well, give me five minutes. Just give me me five minutes. Anybody else relate to that? And when I have those moments of like, I need to clean my car, but it's going to be a thing. And then I go to, it shouldn't be a thing. If you just stayed on top of it, it wouldn't be a thing. Please tell me I'm not alone in that feeling. DM me on Instagram. Tell me if, if I'm not alone in that feeling. I say to myself, you don't need to fight this. You just need to focus. And before I know it, it's only five, ten minutes, and the car is clean. It didn't take an hour. It wasn't a big deal. I didn't have to lose energy and emotion in the dramatics, but it kind of begs the question, well, what's a better process? It's one thing to know that you want to stay more connected to your goals. It's one thing to know that you need to pay attention to your progress more frequently. It's another thing to do it, to pay attention and to have that be your process, to have that be your operating system. I pay attention. And the reality is there's probably gonna be areas of our life where we either already are doing a pretty good job or it's easier to do a good job. And then areas of our life where we're like, ugh, not so strong, not so strong. And areas where it takes a lot longer to make process, but, or to make progress. But I want us all to get started. I really want to be practical today. How do we pay attention? What do we pay attention to? When? How often? All of that. Because I fundamentally believe that struggle often stems from not paying attention to what it is that you want or not paying attention to if it's working. And sometimes it's both. There are a lot of people... Who are very much paying attention to what they want, but they're not paying attention to what they can do about it and if what they're doing is working, right? And there are a lot of people who are staying very busy paying attention to what they're doing, but it's not related to their goals. They're busy, 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 their days are full, but they're not making any progress towards their goals because they're not working on those things. I want to break this out in terms of things we pay attention to on the daily and how with a million moving pieces and every day looks a little bit different than the day before. And also what we need to be paying attention to that isn't gonna get our daily attention. And let me just touch on that for a second because I talk to a lot of people who feel like it's a problem to not give everything attention every day. And I want you to hear very clearly, not only is that not a problem, I want you to have the expectation that not everything is gonna get attention every day. For example, I've, I've shared with you guys this before, my finances are a big priority for me. Having financial freedom, increasing financial stability, all of that is a big priority for me, but I don't work on it deliberately, intentionally. I'm not paying attention to it seven days a week, 365 days a year. Now, I'm probably doing something for it and paying attention to it a couple times a week, certainly once a month. And I'll talk about like my process for updating these spreadsheets that I have. It gets attention monthly and sporadically throughout the week, but not daily. Even to be very, very honest, my marriage doesn't always get daily attention. There are some times when I'm up and engaged in something and Chris is out the door to work. And when he gets back, we eat dinner really quickly, but then he's going to go help a friend with a project. And when he comes back, I'm asleep. It's okay. It's okay. But if we're paying attention, then we're not going to get in this drifting mode. One of the things that was so huge for me when I was writing book number two was paying attention. What is my goal for this month? And then week by week, where do I need to be in order to hit that goal? Then when I know where I need to be at the end of this week, what do I need to do today? And there were days where I did nothing and that's okay. But the key is I was paying attention. So when I had to drive to Boston for doctor's appointments, More often than not, yeah, there were some times where I brought the manuscript with me and I'm editing while I'm waiting in the exam room, but more often than not, it wasn't. I was kind of giving myself a little bit more flexibility to just rest or relax during that time. I don't have to be in action every single day to be paying attention. But I do have to be paying attention even when I'm not in action. And I feel like that's where a lot of people miss the boat when it comes to their goals. They're beating themselves up if they're not in action every day. It's okay to not be in action every day. And then when they're not in action, they're not paying attention. They sort of let the goal, long-term or short-term, slip from their mind. And my sense is it's okay could not be in action every day if we balance that out with paying attention, okay? I want to share with you the things I personally pay attention to daily and how I do that, keeping in mind that this is going to be very, very different for everybody. We're all in different phases of life. And if we went back in time five, six, seven years ago, it would look very different. Like when I think seven years back when I was just starting Primal Potential, my number one priority was business. Right now, I'm not in that season, okay? I still have a full-time job. I have multiple businesses. I have investment properties. I have all of those things. I pay attention, but my day-to-day looks different. So I want, as I share what I pay attention to daily, and how I pay attention to it daily, I want you to remember that you might be able to take some of this process and apply it, but the nuts and bolts might look very different, okay? So let me just share, knowing that you're going to keep in mind that the pieces are interchangeable. So you are probably going to be in a different season of life with different goals than I am, and this still can work, we're flexible with the, the pieces, but it's the process that we're kind of paying attention to. So for me personally, right now, I believe that my number one job, my number one responsibility, my number one priority is taking care of my physical and my emotional health every day. Now, that comes before everything else that is also a priority, my marriage is a priority, being a mom is a priority, being a business owner is a priority, and a million other things. But my number one that I am paying attention to disproportionately is taking care of my physical and my emotional health. So for that reason, because that is my own number one right now, I'm paying attention to that daily. I'm going to explain the process. A big part of the process is the Changemakers Journal because that's how I structure my focus. That is the tool that I use to help me pay attention. And let me just tell you, I've tried them all. And just if for those of you that are newer to the podcast, I created the Changemakers Journal for myself, not intending to make it available to the world as I have because I needed help paying attention and focusing. It was a real, real struggle for me. I went through a period of time where I felt like I had lost my mojo. So I use that as the vehicle that helps me pay attention. So when I talk through this process, I'm explaining the guided process that's waiting for me every day when I open up my Changemakers journal. Okay, I just want to make sure we're all on the same page there. That might not be your process, but do develop a process for yourself, okay? Because the intention is not good enough. Somebody messaged me the other day and they were like, hey, I wondered if you could give me your opinion on this. I'm really struggling with decision fatigue. I mean, I wake up and I'm thinking, should I work out? What should I do? Or should I work out later? Oh, breakfast, what should I have for breakfast? And what should I bring to work for lunch? And should I eat this or should I eat that? And it just feels exhausting. And I explain to them, have a process. It doesn't matter what your process is. Mine is the process that's outlined in the Changemaker's Journal. But when you have a process, you're not making all of those decisions. A lot of them are already made for you and you're just executing, which takes a lot less energy than executing and making 500 million decisions a day. So what am I paying attention to daily using my process and my primary goal. I start with that primary goal, okay? We're going to call that like area one of two, right? My number one focus every day that I am paying attention to is what can I do today to support my physical and my emotional health? You know that there are a lot of other things that I want to do, that I have to do, that I get to do, but that's where I start. That used to not be the case for me, and I would just let my calendar, my email inbox, run my day for me, but I don't do that any, anymore. I start with that primary goal, my number one priority to improve my physical and my emotional health, and I get specific with that. So let's just say that specifically this month for me, that means weight loss, okay? I don't want to just think about that every Sunday. I don't want to just think about that when my pants feel tight, I want to have a process. So I write down my goal, let's say that for this month it's weight loss. Every day I write that down, so I'm connecting with it, I'm reminding myself, I'm putting my focus on it, I'm paying attention, I write that down. Then I identify three action steps that I will take on this day, for that goal. These action steps can be different day to day. I'm not saying I take these three action steps every single day, seven days a week for a month. Nope, the goal is the same for a while, maybe a month, maybe two months, maybe six months, maybe longer, but the action steps are different because the day is different. Maybe we're going out to brunch, that's gonna be different than a random Tuesday maybe I'm not working out today. That's going to be very different from a day where, hey, it's been a couple days since I've worked out. I really need to do that today. So I write down three action steps for that day. I'll give you some examples of what mine are, but again, this process can apply for you even if it's not your primary goal, even if weight loss isn't a thing in your life. One of mine is typically what I'll eat. Now, That might be three things for you, like three action steps. Maybe you have, uh, you're going to start the day with water. You're going to have a shake for breakfast. You're going to have a cabbage salad for lunch. Maybe those are your three. Or you're going to have a cabbage salad bowl for brunch. You're going to have your bulletproof coffee in the morning. And you're not going to eat after dinner. Maybe those are three. I, for me, what works for me is having that be one thing, instead of three of my action steps, I group it into one because I have a lot of practice there and it's not, it doesn't take a lot of mental bandwidth for me to make those choices, okay? It's okay if for you it's three, for me it's one. Often, five or six days a week, my second one is whatever my workout will be. Often that is Peloton. I don't like Peloton very much, to be honest with you. But during pandemic quarantine, it was an option when CrossFit wasn't. And then same thing, as my pregnancy went on, it was a good option at home. So sometimes it's Peloton. Sometimes it's a kettlebell workout that I do by myself. Sometimes it's a long walk. It varies. I try to balance it out based on, like if I've done... Peloton three days in a row, maybe today's a good day for kettlebells. If I've done kettlebells or weights three days in a row, maybe it's a good time to get something different in there, whether that's Peloton or that's a walk or going to CrossFit or anything like that, okay? So one is the food for me. One is often the workout, but not always. The third hinges on where I'm at. If I'm super exhausted, and that's affecting my motivation and my appetite and my willpower, that third one might be be in bed by XYZ time because I know I need sleep. If I have forgotten to take my supplements for the last two days, maybe that's what it is, to take my supplements. If I am feeling super stressed and overwhelmed, or defeated, or just down in a crappy headspace, it might be to meditate. But those things for me are absolutely tied to my weight. And so I'm just paying attention to kind of what I need. It goes back to paying attention. We can't just slap this one-size-fits-all plan and be like, yep, I'm going to execute like a soldier without using your own intuition and really looking at What is it that I need? If you've had a glass of wine every night for the last five nights, then maybe what you need is to take it easy and and stay off the wine tonight. If you've had sugar in some way, shape, or form, a bite here, a piece of candy there, for the last few days, then maybe that's what you need. And again, your primary goal might be related to your business, it might be related to your marriage, it might be related to your finances, For me, my physical health, my emotional health is number one right now, okay? So that's how I attack the primary goal. Here's a really important tip, though. Don't just pay attention to what you're doing. Pay attention to if it's working, right? I just said, don't just execute the plan blindly, but also really challenge yourself to pay attention to results. For example, if I say I'm going to have my shake for breakfast, my cabbage salad for lunch, we're going to do spaghetti squash with ground beef and tomato sauce for dinner, and I'm super ravenous, or on the flip side, I have no appetite at all when dinner comes around, I want to pay attention to that because I might have to adjust. One of the Adjustments I often make is to my morning protein shake. Sometimes there's more in it, sometimes there's less in it. That is me adjusting to paying attention to Am I hungry? Did yesterday's shake satisfy me? Have I noticed that I'm hungrier earlier or that I don't really want lunch until later? And I'm making adjustments. Similarly, I'll make adjustments to my lunch, cabbage salad. You guys see me post about that all the time on Instagram at least for a while there I was, I might put one strip of bacon in it one day and then the next week I'm putting in two or similarly I'll add goat cheese or I'll omit goat cheese depending on, you know what, I think I've been getting plenty of fat, I've been having cheese with dinner or ample fat in my shake in the morning or when I was pregnant I was going to bed with Cheese slices because I would often wake up and I was eating dinner really early and then going to bed early. And so it would be 12, 13 hours without food. I'd wake up in the middle of the night feeling sick because I hadn't eaten in so long. So I'd go to bed with cheese slices. I stopped putting the goat cheese in my lunch because I was like, eh, don't really need it. You know, that comes from paying attention. The same thing is true of your finances. I'm going to talk about that in a, in a minute in a little more detail, but I update a spreadsheet every single month with all of my assets and liabilities. So I update the estimated value of my homes minus any mortgages, updated amount owed on the mortgage. Same thing with cars. I own my cars outright, but if you have a balance, then put that on a spreadsheet. So you're looking at it. And if you find that month over month, you're not building wealth, it's time to change something. Maybe you need to cut your expenses. Maybe you need to change an investment strategy. Maybe you need to talk to a financial advisor. Any number of different things. Maybe you need another stream of income, right? Pay attention to if what you're doing is working. There are a lot of people doing really great things with really great intentions (laughs) but it's not working for them. I'm always amazed when I talk to somebody who says, you know, for the last eight weeks, for the last 12 weeks, I've been so good with blah, 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 and I've seen no results. Why are you still doing it? When we talk about paying attention, yes, pay attention to your goals. Yes, pay attention to your daily action steps, but pay attention to your outcomes. Pay attention to your results. If you don't know what you're measuring to see if it's working, you need a better process, okay? So when it comes to finances, I measure my net worth, all right? When it comes to body composition, I measure my hips and my waist, primarily. Measuring your bust while pregnant, nursing, any of that is just a silly game. silly. Silly. If you don't know how you're measuring progress, if you're building a business, are you measuring revenue? Are you measuring clients served? Are you measuring your email list? What are you measuring? If you don't know what you are measuring and you're jumping around from this metric to that, you need a better process, all right? One thing that I love is having a scorecard, truly. I consider my net worth spreadsheet my scorecard. I can look back 12 months ago, tell you what my net worth was and compare it to now. I could tell you what the balance of my 401k was 12 months ago and what it is now, right? When it comes to physical fitness, I think you should have a scorecard. I can tell you what I was deadlifting 12 months ago. Can't tell you what my mile time was, but I love that as a scorecard. I did an episode, gosh, maybe two years ago, maybe not quite that long ago, about the idea of having a fitness scorecard. And postpartum, I really want to get back to this. Once a month testing endurance, strength, and flexibility, right? Right? And you can do that in any number of ways. Endurance might be a mile time, might be something totally different for you based on your body and your goals and your equipment and whatever. Strength could be max deadlift, max back squat. Flexibility could be the simple sit and reach test that you did when you were in elementary school, right? But have a scorecard. If you just are working out regularly, but you're not paying attention to your fitness month over month, My opinion is that you need a better process. If you're just trying to lose weight, but you don't have a scorecard, I think you need a better process. Now, please don't tell me that you don't know how to create a scorecard. I don't either. I don't either. Make something up. Get creative. Try something for a few months. See the pros and cons. See what works, see what doesn't. Guys, we need to take ownership. And I know a lot of you already are, but there are also a lot of people that are like, I don't really know what to do. I don't know where to start. Stop with that. Just start someplace. Commit to the process, pay attention to it, and adjust accordingly. Show me your scorecard. This is what I came up with. These are the ideas that I had. Pay attention. OK, so that's like my daily process for my primary goal. But then there's a hundred other things I have to do daily, right? My only to do in a day is not the things related to my physical or my emotional health. Here's how I keep up with the other stuff, And again, my process is the changemaker's journal, but here's what I do within that structure. I have categories that are also important to me weekly, but aren't necessarily going to get me daily, okay? Maybe most days they get me, like work for sure. But these categories for me are home, financial, fun, marriage, family, friendships, Parenting. You might have different categories. That's okay. Each month, I go into each of these categories. I just have one document in the notes app of my phone with the categories. And I'll say, okay, for my home this month, I really want to get a quote to have that window repaired. And I want to clean out the downstairs closet maybe that's it. Maybe you're refinancing your house and you could put that in financial or you could put that in home. doesn't really matter. You do it however it makes sense for you. It helps me keep track of ideas. Like if something pops into my mind, like, oh man, we really need to get this squared away or I need to make a phone call about this. Instead of having those things disrupt me day to day, Because that's what used to happen. I'd put it on my to-do list, and then I'd feel like there was 100 random things, none of which were particularly urgent, but I was taking my attention away from true priorities and giving them to non-urgent, non-priority to-dos because I didn't have a better system. So this way, I have that brain dump list. And then each month, I'm like, which of these am I going to do? right? There are some that have been on there for six months, and they're still just not high enough priority for me to pull into this month, and that's okay. If if I never get to them, they weren't that important. And if they become important, then I'll pull them into the month that I'm in. So financial, maybe it's getting your taxes done, getting a new quote on life insurance, updating your budget, making a new investment, bringing on a new financial advisor, whatever it is. If you think like, oh, I really need to make a phone call about changing our life insurance. Or for me, for example, I woke up in the middle of the night once and I was like, oh, after putting in the pool, like, we need to update our homeowner's insurance. So I just go into the note on my phone and I add that there. And then each month when I'm like, which of these am I going to pull forward and do this month? Oh, yep. Okay. That one's a priority. Fun. Fun. I'll put random ideas here and maybe I'll decide, you know what, this month, let's test out some new boats or let's go to that axe throwing place with some friends that we've been talking about or we should coordinate like a Sunday pool day with our friends or our family. There's a million things in there that are ideas, not all of them are going to happen this month, okay? Have these categories, again, minor home, financial, fun, marriage, parenting, friendships, family, I keep business separate, you might not. The reason I keep business separate is because as a business owner, that's like a whole other animal. But these are the things outside of my primary goal for the month and outside of my work, okay? Now, what do I do with this? Each month, I conservatively pick what are the ones we're really gonna do? Some months, friendships don't get much, and marriage gets a lot. In other months, it's the opposite. I'm not trying to keep it all equal. This is something that I do to reduce my stress, not to add to it. So if you're feeling overwhelmed by it, maybe you just need a perspective adjustment. Each day, what do I do about this daily? Again, the process I use for this is the Makers Journal, but each day, I pull one action item from three different categories. Now, It doesn't mean that I'm pulling ax throwing with friends, which means we're going to go tonight. Maybe it means I'm going to talk to Chris about when we could go and who we want to go with us. It's a step towards that, right? One of the things for family for me is my my grandmother loves to get letters from us, and I'll have a, a goal to see her once a month. But maybe I'm not going to see her today, but I'm going to get that date on the calendar. Or I'm going to send her a card in the mail, right? One thing from three different categories each day. Maybe if getting my taxes done is a priority, I'm not getting my taxes done today, but maybe I'm going to spend 30 minutes going through the checklist of what my accountant needs, right? One action item from three different categories per day. That means, you guessed it, some of the categories don't get anything from me on a given day. That's okay. I'm good with that. But I do this because it's important to me to pay attention to more than my primary goal in my work. And I got this wrong in grand fashion for a very long time. I went years where really the only thing I paid attention to was my health and my work. And my marriage suffered, and my friendships suffered, and my family suffered. Fun was nowhere in the picture. So this is my paying attention process so that my days are not just about work and my primary goal. Okay? you can tell that some of these things are also assessed monthly and weekly, right? Like those categories that I have, I'm setting some targets every month and I'm checking them out every week. When I'm planning out my week, I'm saying, okay, if those are the things I need to get done for my finances this month, what do I need to do this week? Then when I'm picking which three target areas I'm going to invest in every day, I have a lot of clarity. The reason I love this way of paying attention is because it does so much for eliminating overwhelm. There was a time when I just had this general sense of all the things that need to be done, and it was paralyzing because I didn't have a process for recognizing Oh, those don't need to be done today. Never mind the fact that they don't even need to be done this week. Heck, some of those don't even need to be done this month. And with a process, it gives me a lot of peace and it gives me a sense of empowerment because I know how I'm handling it. I know how I'm tackling it. There are a few things that I strongly suggest you look at at least weekly. The first is a budget. I don't care how much money you make have a budget. The second is home organization. This is one of those areas where it's like so much easier to keep up than to catch up. Nobody likes feeling like all the closets are a disaster. The pantry and the fridge are a mess. I hope nobody comes in and opens the fridge. So weekly, I might pick one thing like this week I'm going to organize the cabinet below the the glasses, you know, or this week I'm going to pack two trash bags to go to Goodwill. But I'm picking something every week from that home organization category. The other thing that I think is really worth a weekly focus are friends and relationships. Without that, it can be easy for that to just... Fizzle out, and then you feel like you're just always, always working, and there's no time for fun or no time for play. Monthly, have your financial scorecard. I don't care what that is for you. Mine, like I said, is my net worth. So every single month, it's the balance of all my bank accounts, it's the balance of all my investment accounts, it's the balance of my homes, right? The estimated value minus anything I owe on it, I update that at the end of every single month. Monthly, it's also a great time to do a fitness or a health scorecard. No, you're not going to go to your doctor every single month and have your cholesterol and your triglycerides checked, but whether it is your hips waist, whether it's your waist, or I'm sorry, your weight, whether it is that pair of jeans that you use to regularly track your progress, I don't care. Monthly is a great time for that fitness scorecard. How strong are you? How much endurance do you have? Has it improved this month, whether that's a mile time or it's a 2000 meter row or it's a 10 mile bike ride, I don't care what it is. Also monthly, progress towards your goals. What are your goals and where are you at this month compared to last month? And then the last thing that I think is really worth paying attention to monthly is what have you learned from your experience and what can you do differently? What are some lessons that you've learned from your process and what will you do differently moving forward? If all of this feels like a far cry from where you're at now, start small. Start with one thing. Start paying attention just to one area. Have one goal and pay attention to it daily and monitor your progress weekly. Start super, super small. I didn't get to this process overnight. This is years. So don't let it intimidate you. That's a perspective thing. Start someplace. Maybe you start with tracking your workouts. That was one of the best things CrossFit did for me to be perfectly honest was it got me in the habit of recording my workouts. So I knew how much I was lifting, I knew how fast I was moving, I knew how workouts felt and I could see the changes over time. Super valuable. The key to this is pay attention. We're doing this to make life easier. We're doing this to make life better. We're doing this so that we're not in the same place or a worse place a month from now that we are now. You don't need to fight, you need to focus. And focus can be a tricky word, so we're just gonna think of it in terms of paying attention. Where do you wanna be? What are you gonna do about it today? and is it working? If you guys have questions on this, I'd be happy to do a follow-up Q&A if it's helpful. If you want to break things down further or you want to know how this might apply given your lifestyle, your goals, your challenges, let me know. DM me on Instagram at Elizabeth Benton because we can totally do a follow-up, but hopefully this is a good place to start. Pay attention to what you want. Pay attention to what you're doing about it daily, and pay attention